Good evening, everyone. It is 5 p.m. and you're tuned in to CFRC 101.9 FM. You're listening to The Scoop, brought to you by CFRC's news team. Dinah Jansen, Alex Fernandez, Chancellor Miracle, Christina Laurie, Zayden Vergara, and Erica Singh. I'm Alexandra Fernandez, and I am going to give you the local news rundown. The Kingston Frontenac Public Library has a new series on child development called Growing Up Human, which teaches people about child development and gives parents, caregivers, and other people with little ones in their lives tools to support kids as they grow. The Growing Up Human series on child development highlights information to best set the course for children's lifelong health, behavior, and learning. Growing Up Human returns in 2023, starting with Dr. Stanka Fitneva's talk about how language is maintained and passed along to others throughout life. Dr. Fitneva's research focuses on language, communication, and social cognition. Jake Miller, librarian of adult programming, says this is a great opportunity to learn how a child can thrive using multiple languages and how this cultural anchor can be maintained. We're excited to kick off 2023's Growing Up Human series with Dr. Fitneva and her expertise in this growing field. One in four Canadians has a mother tongue other than English or French, a record high according to the 2021 census. The rich linguistic diversity of Canada is reflected in KFPL's multilingual collections and programs like this, which help families support bilingualism and multilingualism at home. Growing up human, maintaining or passing on a heritage language to children will be an online session via Zoom on January 12th from 7 to 8 p.m. You can register online at calendar.kfpl.ca or by phone at 613-549-8888. Growing Up Human is a partnered program between KFPL and the Child and Adolescent Development Research Group at Queen's University. The series will continue through June 2023. Visit the events calendar at calendar.kfpl.ca to see more information about future sessions as it is posted. The holidays are coming up, which means City of Kingston and Utilities Kingston services and facilities will be affected as outlined. There is no collection on Monday, December 26th for green bin garbage and recycling or on monday jan 2nd 2023 collection occurs the day after your regular collection day you can also go on the city of kingston website and receive collection reminders by phone push notification or email the kingston area recycling center also known as the kark is the recycling depot and yard waste site which is closed on december 26th and january 2nd reduced recycling depot hours of 8 a.m to 4 p.m will be in place on tuesday december 27th the administration office will be closed from december 23rd to december 27th as well as jan 2nd 2023 real christmas trees with ornaments and tinsel removed can be dropped off free of charge at the kark located at 196 lappins lane Your household can put out two untagged bags or cans of garbage for your first collection day after New Year's Day. The two bag collection days are from January 3rd to the 7th. Kingston Transit has also different changes for the holiday season. Christmas Eve, December 24th, there will be regular service. On Christmas Day, December 25th, there will be no service of Kingston Transit. On Boxing Day, December 26th, which is a Monday, the Sunday service will be in place. New Year's Eve, December 31st, regular service will be in place. And on New Year's Day, Sunday, Jan 1st, there will be no service. The Kingston Access Bus Services schedule is also different. On Christmas Eve on December 24th, regular on-road service in hours, but the office closes at 6 p.m. On Christmas Day, December 25th, there will be no on-road service. The office will also be closed. On Boxing Day, December 26th, there will be limited on-road service with regular hours. The office will be open from 7.30 to 11 a.m. 
December 27th, as well limited on-road service, and the office is open from 7.30 a.m. to 4 p.m. New Year's Eve, December 31st, regular on-road service and hours. Office closes at 6 p.m., and the New Year's Day, Jan 1st, there will be no on-road service, and the office will also be closed. Administrative offices, including housing and social services on Montreal Street, will be closed December 23rd to the 27th, as well as on January 2nd, 2023. Provincial Offences Court at 362 Montreal Street will be closed from December 23rd to the 27th, reopening on Wednesday, December 28th. The Provincial Offences Court will also be closed on Monday, Jan 2nd. Utilities Kingston and Kingston Hydro will be closed at noon beginning on December 23rd and remain closed until December 27th. The office will close again at noon on December 30th and remain closed until Jan 2nd, 2023. In the event of a utility emergency, such as a gas smell, power outage, or a water main break, call the Utilities Kingston 24-hour number at 613-546-1181. Hydro One electricity customers in the west and east ends can call 1-800-434-1234. And Enbridge customers can call 1-877-969-0999. Reminder for customers on time of use pricing for electricity used on weekends and holidays, prices are off-peak. The Kingston Frontenac Public Library branches will be closed December 24th to the 27th, as well as December 31st to Jan 2nd. The Kingston Secondary School Library kiosk will be closed December 23rd all the way to Jan 6th. Recreation facilities on December 20, on December 31st, um, all facilities closed at 4 p.m. other than the Invista Center, which will be open until 9 p.m. for the K-Town Countdown presented by Panera Bread. Artillery Park Aquatic Center will be open December 24th until 4 p.m., but will be closed December 25th, 26th, and Jan 1st. The Invista Center will be open December 24th until 4 p.m., the fitness room closes at 2 p.m., and the Invista Center will be closed December 25th, 26th, and Jan 1st. Rideau Heights Community Center, as well as the Kingston East Community Center, both will be open December 24th until 4 p.m., but will be closed December 25th, 26th, as well as Jan 1st. The Kingston Grand Theatre Box Office will be closing Saturday, December 24th at 3 p.m. and will reopen Wednesday, December 28th at 12 p.m. The box office will be closed on Saturday, December 31st until Monday, Jan 2nd and will reopen Tuesday, Jan 3rd. Tickets and gift certificates are always available online at kingstongrand.ca. And the Tet Center will also be closed from December 23rd to Jan 3rd, 2023. Kingston Fire and Rescue also reminds you to never burn wrapping paper or Christmas trees in your fireplace. They burn too hot and create creosote, which can cause trimmy fires. So keep that in mind as well. Thank you so much. That was your local news rundown. And now we're going to throw it over to Dinah with a fun interview with Pan Chancho. All right. Hello, everyone. In this segment, we are joined by Rachel Matthews of Pan Chancho Cafe in downtown Kingston, who is here to talk about the brand new Pan Chancho Cafe cookbook. Really exciting stuff. Rachel, thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure to have you on the air with us today. Thanks so much for uh, having me. It's really fun to get to talk about this project. Amazing. Now, Rachel, I understand you've been at Pan Chancho really quite a long time, well over a decade. Tell us about yourself and the work you actually do at the cafe. So I started working at Pan Chancho 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent five there, five years there originally and originally was the assistant manager of the store. 
And then I left the business for two years and worked in some other really fantastic downtown uh, hospitality uh, businesses um, and then came back um, a couple of years ago, I guess almost five years ago now, um, to Shea Piggy and was the assistant manager there. During the pandemic, um, things sort of shuffled up a bit with restaurants being closed and me having such a long history at Panchancho. I ended up going back to Panchancho. When the cafe reopened there, I stood in as the cafe manager for a period of time and then became the assistant general manager at Panchancho, sort of, um, you know, having a broad scope of responsibilities. I also, when I was working at Shea Piggy, started doing the social media for Shea Piggy. And then during the pandemic, also started doing the social media for Panchancho and doing all of the photography for both businesses. And gorgeous photos too. Oh, wow. And yes, I feel like you've been channeling some of these talents right into the new cookbook. And let's hear more about that. Tell us about this new cookbook and and its motivations. So one thing that I've been saying to people, because I think it's one of the things that I think is the most special about this project is that the um, our former head chef, Ann Linton, who has been both uh, working at Shea Piggy and Panchancho, though mostly at Panchancho for 35 years, retired um, at the end of 2021. And so her project for 2022 was writing this cookbook alongside Joy McBride, who has been one of our um, head pastry chefs um, uh, for a very long time. And she is also coming to a point where she will also be retiring uh, in in the not too distant future. So this was sort of their project that they were putting together. And uh, Zoe Yanofsky, the owner of both businesses, Shea Piggy and Panchancho, came to me and asked me if I would be... um, if I would like to do the photography. So we like to talk about us being a family and this really felt like a family project because I've been working with Joy and Anne for um, you know the better part of 13 years and working for Zoe for, for the better part of 13 years. So it really felt like um, a real team project. Amazing. And now what can we expect to find uh, in the book itself? What are some of the delectable delights we might be able to uh, learn how to cook ourselves at home? So for those um, Kingston locals who may have the the first Panchancho cookbook, that cookbook really focused on what you can get in the store, in the deli, in the dessert cases. And this cookbook is the cafe cookbook. So this is some of the most popular recipes from the cafe since the day we opened. Mm-hmm. And we opened um, at 44 Princess Street in 2002. So it's been quite a long time that we've been open. Um, and we... Um, uh, we felt it was time to have um, an opportunity to have things like the sweet potato hash, which was on the menu for a really long time. It was a favorite of our customers. And while menus do change, we have brought it back in the cookbook and you can make the sweet potato hash yourself. The ever famous Weekender is there. Some of our um, greatest hits um, from our sandwiches, our burgers, poutines that we've had, mussels that we've had over the years, and then also some of the favorite desserts that people love from the store, like the Quebec maple chaumeur and the opera cake and things that people have been buying from us for many, many years. Amazing. And and do you have a personal favorite recipe? Oh, gosh, that's hard. Um, 
I'm not sure. I think there's there's a soba noodle soba noodle salad in there with um, steak on it that um, has uh, sautéed kale and um, sunflower seeds on it. And it was one that was on the cafe menu that sometimes would come down to the store and be sold in our salad case. And it's always been a favorite of mine. So that one's probably a little out of left field. I'm not sure if everybody would remember that one, but it's definitely one of my favorites. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> uh, so let, how can folks get a hold of the book? So you can certainly come into the store and buy it, or you can go to our online store and purchase it. Um, it is available there too. Um, you, there is a link directly to our online store. If you go to our website, which is uh, panchancho.ca, uh, there's a link that says shop now right on the home screen there. As well, if you go to either of our social media platforms, Facebook or Instagram, um, if you follow us there, there is a link in the bio that takes you directly to our online store there as well. And and uh, both Shea Piggy and Panchancho have those links. And we are Shea Piggy on Instagram and Panchancho Bakery um, on Instagram as well. Oh, wow. Thank you so much, folks. We have been chatting with Rachel Matthews of Panchancho Cafe, all about Panchancho, the cafe cookbook out now. And yes, you can pick it up at 44 Princess Street in person or find the links via the social media as well as the Panchancho website. Rachel, thank you so much for joining us today and, and happy holidays. Thank you. You as well, Dinah. It was a pleasure to see you again. Thanks so much for listening to this segment with Rachel Matthews. We'll be back in just a few moments with more in local news, traffic, weather, and events.
This is Chris coming in with your community update for this week. To start us off, local artist Heather Poachman's collaborative art piece Sounding Board, A Community Conversation has just wrapped up its time at the Kingston School of Art. The piece had been on display from December 9th to 18th at the Kingston School of Art. Here's what Heather had to say at the opening. Okay, so I'm here at the Kingston School of Art with Heather Poachman, and we're at her opening exhibition for Sounding Board. So would you like to describe the opening night? Absolutely. So it was great to have everyone come out to our opening night of Sounding Board. Sounding Board is a traveling interactive art exhibition that is currently located at the Kingston School of Art, 647A Princess Street, until December 18th, 2022. It will then be traveling around Kingston until May of 2023. So there's lots of opportunities for everyone to interact with the artwork, um, whether it's add contributions, even just see some of the incredible artwork that uh, local artists have contributed to Sounding Board. While Sounding Board is no longer on display at the Kingston School of Art, its next stop will be Taiwan Creativity Bar from January 3rd to 30th, 2023. Be sure to head to rubyartist.com to keep up with where Sounding Board will be next, and be sure to visit before its closing exhibition on May 27th, 2023. Growing up human, support heritage language learning at home. Learning about child development gives parents, caregivers, and other people with little ones in their lives tools to support kids as they grow. Growing up human, the Kingston Frontenac Public Library series on childhood development highlights information to best set the course for children's lifelong health, behavior, and learning. Growing up human returns in 2023, starting with Dr. Stanka Fitneva's talk about how language is maintained and passed along to others throughout life. Dr. Fitneva's research focuses on language, communication, and social cognition. One in four Canadians has a mother tongue other than English or French, a record high according to the 2021 census. The rich linguistic diversity of Canada is reflected in KFPL's multilingual collections and programs like this, which help families support bilingualism and multilingualism at home. Growing Up Human, Maintaining or Passing on a Heritage Language to Children will be an online session via Zoom on January 12th, from 7 to 8 p.m. Be sure to register online at calendar.kfpl.ca slash event or by phone at 613-549-8888. Growing Up Human is a partnered program between KFPL and the Child and Adolescent Development Research Group at Queen's University. The series will continue through June 2023. Visit the events calendar at calendar.kfpl.ca to see more information about future sessions as it is posted. That's all the updates I have for you today and next up will be Dinah with the weather. Thanks so much and welcome back. You are now listening to the CFRC weather report tonight. We'll have partly cloudy skies with winds up to 15 kilometers an hour and a low minus six on Thursday, becoming cloudy in the morning with 70% chance of rain, snow or drizzle in the afternoon, a high plus three on Thursday night, rain or snow and a low plus three on Friday, December 23rd, rain or snow and a high of six Friday night, periods of snow and blowing snow with a low minus 11. The outlook for Saturday is cloudy skies with a 60 percent chance of flurries and local blowing snow with a high minus five on Saturday night cloudy with a 60 percent chance of flurries and local blowing snow and a low minus six on Christmas Day Sunday December 25th cloudy skies with a 30 percent chance of flurries a high minus four and Sunday night cloudy periods with a low minus ten We've also received a watershed condition statement from Cataraqui Conservation, which has issued a statement due to a significant winter storm forecast to pass through the region in the coming days. 
with a storm system expected to bring rain or snow to the region between December 22nd and 24th. There are risks, uh, including existing frozen ground conditions, high runoff into lakes and streams that are expected, especially where there is minimal snowpack to absorb the rainfall. Inland lake levels and stream flows may rise for several days and could remain elevated for weeks. Flows through water control structures will be high as water managers increase discharge through dams to mitigate as much as possible and the negative impacts from the expected inflows. The forecasted rainfall may also cause roadway ponding, which may be especially problematic in urban areas where storm drains and catch basins are blocked by ice and snow. Widespread flooding is not expected at this time. However, some localized inundation of low-lying areas is expected. Please take caution on your holiday travels. Now over to Alexandra Fernandez with the City of Kingston Traffic Report. Thank you so much. Here I am with your weekly traffic report brought to you by the City of Kingston on CFRC. Lower Brewer Swing Bridge will be closed until further notice. University Avenue from Union to Earl will be closed until Jan 21st, 2023 at 7 p.m. And the Wright Crescent from South Intersection of Palace to 16 Palace will be closed until Jan 31st. The School Streets Initiative is still in place. The following streets are closed from 8.40 a.m. to 9.10 a.m. and 3.20 p.m. to 3.50 p.m. on weekdays until June 29th. McDonnell Street from Earl to Hill and Sydenham Street from Ordnance to Colburn. As we know, the new Wobbin Crossing is officially open. It will take time for normal traffic patterns to become established on the bridge, especially with residents eager to visit it for the first time perhaps and during the holiday season in full swing. Traffic monitoring equipment has been set up that will continue to monitor traffic volumes over the next number of weeks and will assist with making traffic signal timing adjustments that may be needed. The City of Kingston appreciates your patience as everyone enjoys their first walk, ride or drive across the bridge in the coming days and even though it is so exciting to see new views of the city and the amazing Cataraqui River, please drive safe. Other delays that you can expect this week, front road from Sandy Bay Lane to Country Club Drive, you can expect some traffic delays due to lane reduction to a single lane in each direction until the end of 2022. Highway 33, east of Collins Creek Bridge to west of Coronation Boulevard, you can expect delays. Jackson Mills Road near the KNP Trail will be reduced to one lane for roadside safety improvements, but does remain open in both directions. And from and on Rideau Street from Cataraqui to Montreal, you can expect a lane closure on Tuesday, December 20th from 9am to 4pm for crews. Ontario Street from Brock to Market, you can expect a sidewalk closure until December 23rd at 5 p.m. for repairs, and the Portsmouth Waterfront Pathway to accommodate pathway and shoreline improvements, the city's closed access to the pathway at the foot of Moat Avenue and Young Street and east of Lake Watch Lane. Thank you so much, and now over to Dinah with your events calendar for the week. Thanks so much, and now it's time for the CFRC events calendar. On December 19th through 21st, Kingston Symphony and Kingston Choral Society's Candlelight Christmas takes place at 7.30 p.m. at the Isabel Bader Centre for the Performing Arts. Tickets are available for this all-ages event at queensu.ca backslash the Isabel. On Wednesday, December 21st, Oper Kingston is hosting its queer and trans co-working space at AKA Autonomous Social Centre, a drop-in session from 1 to 5 p.m. at 75 Queen Street. On Wednesday night, starting at 8 o'clock, Frank Ryan is playing an all-ages show at Musiki Cafe, a free event, but tips to the musician are encouraged. On Thursday, December 22nd, get ready for the Holiday Night Market at the Memorial Centre from 4 to 8 p.m. in the Bennett Barn to stock up on holiday meal needs and last-minute gifts. 
Also check out CFRC's own John McClurg, host of The Long Journey at the RCHA from 7 to 10 p.m. on Thursday night. And also on Thursday night, Trellis HIV and Community Care at 844 Princess Street is running its queer movie social featuring the Rob Williams film Make the Yuletide Gay. Admission is free and the film starts at 7 p.m. Later on that night, Oak Ridge Avenue with Paper Laters will play a live show at the Toucan starting at 10.30 with no cover. And on Friday night, Wolf Island country artist Clem Chesterfield will play a show at the RCHA starting at 8 p.m. And don't forget, CFRC's funding drive is still underway. Help us reach our goal and donate today to support station operations and inclusive projects that benefit your community. Please give at cfrc.ca. And that's a wrap for this segment and this program today. Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah to all of our listeners celebrating. And don't forget to subscribe to the Today in YGK and Scoop podcasts via Spotify and iTunes to get the latest in campus and local news on the go. From all of us on the CFRC News team, thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to The Scoop, produced with the generous support of the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences at CFRC 101.9 FM at Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario, on the traditional lands of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples.